everyone, welcome to Screen Scream. I'm Viola. In today's episode, I'm going to introduce four movies that give you historical vibes. They're either classic re-released or new movies that are related to history or customs that are passed down for generations. Now, without further ado, let's listen to the introduction of the first classic re-release we're going to talk about today. Eyes Wide Shut. A Manhattan doctor embarks on a bizarre nylon odyssey after his wife's admission of unfulfilled longing. Wait, the introduction was too short. I guess it's my duty to introduce the movie to you. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is Eyes Wide Shut, a classic re-release. It was originally released in 1999. The reason why it's so classic is because it's director Stanley Kubrick's last movie before he died, and it's played by Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. They were still a couple at the time. They hadn't got divorced yet. The story starts at one night after a dinner banquet. The leading actor William tells his wife Alice. About how he flirts with different female patients. Actually, he just wants to make fun of his wife Alice. But what he doesn't expect is that Alice confesses to him, saying that she also fantasizes making love with another man, and this actually makes William very painful. After that, the image of his wife Alice making out with somebody else always lingers in William's mind, and he also starts to wander around places with sex and lust that can satisfy his fantasy and lust. So I'd say this story is how Doctor William feels jealous and angry after his wife Alice tells him how she fantasizes. Actually, when I was doing research on this movie, I read a piece of movie review. It says that if you've seen Squad Game, you may know what I'm talking about. There is a VIP scene in the end of Squad Game, and it's really boring. It's mainly because the director didn't present the feeling of different classes, the feeling of mystery, and the suspense. On the other hand, There's also sex party at which everyone wears a mask in eyes wide shut. But no matter if the framing, the image, the look, or the atmosphere, even the score, all make you uncomfortable. There are many nude scenes in eyes wide shut, but I bet the audience wouldn't feel excited at all. And that's the magic of this movie. So if you like director Stanley Kubrick or you like Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, I recommend you to watch this classic re-release this weekend. And now the upcoming classic re-release is the one that I just saw a few days ago, and I'm pretty sure people my age would be very familiar with it. Let's check it out. Spirited Away. Chihiro and her parents are moving to a small Japanese town in the countryside, much to Chihiro's dismay. On the way to their new home, Chihiro's father makes a wrong turn and drives down a lonely one-lane road, which dead ends in front of a tunnel. 
Her parents decide to stop the car and explore the area. They go through the tunnel and find an abandoned amusement park on the other side, with its own little town. When her parents see a restaurant with great smelling food but no staff, they decide to eat and pay later. However, Chihiro refuses to eat and decides to explore the theme park a bit more. She meets a boy named Haku who tells her that Chihiro and her parents are in danger and they must leave immediately. She runs to the restaurant and finds that her parents have turned into pigs. In addition, the theme park turns out to be a town inhabited by demons, spirits, and evil gods. At the center of the town is a bathhouse where these creatures go to relax. The owner of the bathhouse is the evil witch Yubaba, who is intent on keeping all trespassers as captive workers, including Chihiro. Chihiro must rely on Haku to save her parents in hopes of returning to their world. Wow, the second classic re-released movie we're going to talk about today is Spirited Away. It's one of the movies that's always on my all-time list, and I'm pretty sure people my age have seen it when we were little. But as I mentioned in the beginning of the show that I saw it at a special screening the other day, I just realized that, come on, it's impossible for us to understand what it's about when we were little. Movies like Spirited Away are for adults. And so today, I'm going to tell those who haven't seen Spirited Away how magical it is. First of all, just like we heard in the introduction, Chihiro's parents are turned into pigs. So you can imagine that for a 10-year-old girl, this is very shocking. And when she's shocked, she meets this young person, Haku whom she thinks she has met before. Haku not only helps Chihiro, but also teaches her how to survive in this weird place. Actually, that method is to beg Yubaba to give her a job. Yubaba is the owner of the bathhouse in the center of this town. She only cares about benefits. So actually, in the beginning, she didn't want to give Chihiro the job, but eventually she agrees, and she changes her name. Chihiro then works very hard at the bathhouse every day, hoping that one day she can turn her parents back to human. And of course, you can imagine, in the end, she will have the help from all the staff at the bathhouse, to save her parents. But actually, the ending's not the most important. The most important thing is the process. What's happening before that? The reason why it's so classic is because it's the signature of the Japanese animator, Miyazaki Hayao, in 2001. It even broke the box office record Miyazaki Hayao said himself, and it also won the best animation at the 75th Oscar Awards. So no matter you're a fan of Miyazaki Hayao, you just want to re-experience the magic again, or you haven't seen this classic, Spirited Away, I highly recommend you to watch it. Before we move on to Top 007, let's review what we had from last week first. We had two top threes. 
Dragon Ball Super, Super Hero, and One Piece Film Red. Both are animations. Top two was Top Gun Maverick, and Top One Bully Train. First of all, let's check what we have from Top Seven to Top Four. Top Four Speed. Diaboro means devil. I've never seen anything like this. Teasing Master Takagi-san, the movie. Three thousand years of longing. My name is Alethea. My story is true. I am a solitary creature by nature. Wow, there are only three movies from top seven to top four this week. So that tells us top three to top one is a little bit crowded again. And if you have noticed. All three movies on this part of the chart this week are top four, which means they all have the same score. But since we already talked about Beast and Teasing Master Takagi-san, the movie, I'm going to introduce Three Thousand Years of Longing. I have to say, this movie is a magical visual feast only on the big screen. It's adapted from a novel by a famous British author, A. A. Spilt, that was published in 1994. The director thinks that the book talks about how we are as human, how contradictory that is, and how mysterious that is. The director planned for this movie for more than 20 years, and now it's finally on the big screen. The story expands from The Arabian Peninsula in 700 BC to modern London in the UK. So if you are someone who loves history, you probably will want to watch this movie. And it also contains a lot of elements. It not only has magical elements, but also war scenes. And you get to see a lot of different costumes, characters, and mythological creatures. People also look forward to the actors and the director. The leading actress is Tilda Swinton, and the director is George Miller. But actually, Tilda Swinton confessed that she didn't know who George Miller is when she first met him. She says she and the director met at the 70th Cannes Film Festival five years ago at the luncheon. Swinton said that she's very shy, so she didn't really have anyone she knew at the time. And there's a very friendly gentleman who sat in front of her, and the two started to chat. Only after 15 minutes that she finally knew who he was. They later became good friends, and that's how she got the invitation to this movie. So I think everything's there for a reason. If you are meant to watch this movie, don't hesitate. And it's time for our top three. Top three, One Piece film, Red. The invitation. Top two, Top Gun, Maverick. Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. Top one. Fully trained. I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. Because if you put peace out in the world, yes, as we expected, this week's top three to top one is still a little bit crowded, 
And since we already talked about One Piece film, Top Gun, and Bullet Train, I'm going to talk about The Invitation. If you've seen the poster or if you've watched the trailer, you will know that The Invitation is a horror or at least thriller. But actually, the movie's about the fight back of female. Director Jessica M. Thompson said that she grew up watching horror and thriller. So as a female director, she always wanted to film a horror from female perspective. As for the producer, Emil Gladstone, he specifically likes horrors that change people's concept of interesting things. For example, Halloween happens in a peaceful suburb. Friday the 13th is about summer camp. And Jaws is about the beach. Therefore, the invitation is going to change what people think about romantic weddings and marriage itself. Maybe people won't dare to get married after watching The Invitation. Since this movie is about a sweet dream turning sour, you have to have a sweet dream first, and then it can be turned into a nightmare. So when the female protagonist be attracted by the sexy royal female host, the audience knows that everything is going to turn into a nightmare. The director emphasized contrast in the whole movie, including prey and predators, downstairs and upstairs, fantasy and nightmare, etc. So you can feel the contrast in the acting, costumes, lighting, and even the settings. Even the producer said that there are a lot of beautiful shots that look very elegant from far away. But when it cuts to close-up, the audience will understand how scary it is. And that's the scariest part of this movie. I'm not sure if it's jump scare, but horror is not what I'm going to watch. So I don't really care. But if you like horror, maybe you can go watch The Invitation and tell me how scary it is. No spoiler because I haven't seen it myself. Just guess, just assumptions. I guess it's the scary version of Twilight because from one of the photos, I saw that it seems that the host may be a vampire. So maybe it's the female protagonist falling in love with a vampire, but the story doesn't go as Twilight does. I don't know, just my guess. If you go watch it, please tell me. And that's all the time we have for today. Remember to tune in same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.